women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rika Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in Leadership podcast. Together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. Hello, and happy Wednesday, and welcome to part two of the From Conflict to Collaboration series. And I'm going to start the podcast in my absolute favorite way by reading a review. And today's review is from Kim Stewart. It says, Love finding Rika's show to help us cultivate a workplace of positivity where we can be leaders who shine and lead by God's example. Thank you, Kim. I am just really happy to be here to serve you and everyone else in the community and all of the podcast listeners in podcast in podcast land podcast podcast i'm not in my language i would say podcast but then i've heard um, obviously in america or in other countries they would say podcast so (laughs) however you pronounce it and (laughs) i'm really happy to have you here so in this part two of from conflict to collaboration i am going to talk about healthy conflict. Now this is part of module two of my upcoming on online course, which is a self-paced online course where you can work through the modules and learn how you can take your team from conflict to collaboration. Now in part three, which is next episode, I'm going to be talking about unhealthy conflict. And then finally, in the last episode, I'll be talking about the impact conflict can have if left unresolved. So I look forward to having you here today. I look forward to having you listen to the teaching. And then I will see you again at the end of the episode. In this section, we are talking about healthy conflict. Hand up. Who didn't know that you could actually have such a thing as healthy conflict? Okay. If if that is you, actually, please know that there can be such a thing as healthy conflict. It is more about how we deal with that conflict and how your team members know how to deal with that conflict that makes it healthy. And in our next section, we will be discussing what unhealthy conflict looks like. So healthy conflict can actually foster innovation, collaboration and personal growth within your team. And it is actually possible. But again, like I mentioned, your team actually needs to know how to how to deal with conflict in a healthy manner. And most often people don't actually know how to deal with conflict in a healthy way. Therefore, it immediately when we think of conflict, we think of this negative thing. I think it is extremely unhealthy to have conflict. But actually, if you think about a personal relationship in your life and think of a time when you and someone in your life have, had, have been through a difficult time, you know, this could be your partner even, 
or it could be your child. You know, I've got a teenager in my house at the moment and um, there's definitely a lot of conflict going on there. But every single time when you were able to resolve that conflict, it actually makes the relationship stronger. Healthy conflict occurs actually when two people engage in a constructive discussion or disagreement that ultimately leads to a positive outcome. So today I have an example here, and I do have an example from a childcare center that I'd like to use for all our center directors or OSH coordinators, because they would definitely be able to resonate with this. So there are two educators called Sarah and Lisa who work in the toddler's room at a, at, um, at a childcare center. They've had a difference of opinion on how to structure the daily routine and activities for children. This sounds familiar, doesn't it? Because it happens quite often that two educators would disagree over something like this. Sarah believes in providing a more structured and organized schedule, whilst Lisa prefers a more flexible and child-led approach. Now, my first question to you is, who is right and wrong? Because one wants to do a bit more structure and organized, which nothing wrong with being structured and organized. However, Lisa wants to be more flexible and allow the children to lead more. So during a room meeting, Sarah and Lisa openly express their differing views on structuring the toddler's routine. Okay, number step number one, in a room meeting, they bring up their difference. So who can I can you identify was this a difference of opinion, a difference in values, or a difference in goals? Think a little bit about that one. And we'll have a look at the end of this. What what do we think? Okay, so during this room meeting, they listen to each other's perspectives without interrupting and validating each other's opinions. They engage in a respectful dialogue, discussing the advantages and potential challenges of both approaches. And this open communication allows them to understand each other's viewpoints better. As they share their ideas, they realize that they can combine elements of both approaches to create a balanced and effective daily routine for toddlers. This collaborative effort leads to a new schedule that incorporates both structure and flexibility. Sarah and Lisa agree to implement the new routine and observe its impact on the children. They regularly evaluate and communicate with each other to make um, any necessary adjustments. So what do we think was the outcome? So the children benefit from the educators' collaborative effort as they experience a well-balanced and engaging daily routine. But, no, but also Sarah and Lisa's willingness to engage in a healthy conflict enhances their working relationship, fostering a sense of mutual respect and trust. But also then the Chalky Center as a whole benefits from this dynamic team that can effectively collaborate, ensuring the best possible care and learning experiences for the toddlers. So this is definitely an example of a difference of opinion. So well done to those who thought that. Um, if you thought it was a, a, a difference of goals, I wouldn't say that you were wrong because but either I think both of them had a different goal in mind, you know, one being more structured and one being more flexible. But the difference of values, I'm not so sure about that one. Okay, so we could see that they had a really healthy conflict uh, because they had a difference of opinion, but because they respected each other, they didn't interrupt each other, they validated each other's ideas, actually came to a conclusion quite quickly. Um, and that helped everyone in that situation. So, um, you know, Let's think if there was two more educators, being a toddler's room, it would be a one to five ratio. So that means that, you know, there's a high potential that there would have been a third or even a fourth educator in that room. 
And because Lisa and Sarah had such a good experience with their differences of opinion, the other educators learned from that. And both Sarah and Lisa influenced those other educators in the way that they deal with healthy or with conflict in the future. However, if it had been an unhealthy conflict, again, those two educators would have been influenced by the negativity of that. So well done to Sarah and Lisa in this example, because they actually did a really good job. Okay, so let's go on to the next section, which is unhealthy conflict. Now, just a quick note at the end of this episode that part of this model, part of this module is actually also the Tuckman model. So I've cut, purposely cut that out of this episode because I've already extensively explained it in the one in two episodes ago. So if you if you're interested in learning more about the Tuckman model, the five stages of team development, please go and have a look at episode 13 where I discuss that in detail. Now I look forward to seeing you all in the next episode. Enjoy the rest of your day. so much for listening if this podcast blessed you in some way the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when i read it and it makes me want to keep going so please leave a review and your review will also help other christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for so whether you're on spotify or apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.